from the cobweb-strewn shelves of the video store to the darkest corners of streaming, this is Creature Features. Warning to all listeners, Creature Features does discuss films that portray graphic content that may not be suitable for all ages. Welcome back to Creature Feature, the podcast where we discuss creatures and the features they are featured in. As always, I am Seth Tucker, here with my co-host, Carolyn Edwards Tucker, my, my darling wife. And today we're discussing Island of Terror. Uh, a couple things, just, you know, if this is your first time listening, here's kind of what we do. We discuss the creature, the design of the creature, the artist's intention, how well it holds up, and then talk a little bit about the movie, and then we rate it on what is quite possibly the greatest rating scale ever uh, out of six popcorn buckets. So, with that being said, this is Island of Terror starring Peter Cushing, directed by Terrence Fisher, who both of who are mainstays of Hammer Horror. This is a film from 1966. It is not a Hammer Horror production, even though... You'll see a lot of actors who kind of cross over between both. Uh, this is a British production, and it's it's along that time frame where they were doing Quatermass in the Pit, and and Hammer was doing its own sci-fi, and this is kind of uh, from a different studio, and I think wanting to really emulate that. Uh, so these creatures are called silicons. Silicons, really they should have been called silicons, but uh, that's what they come up with later in the movie. And they are an irradiated silicon... Well, excuse me, not radiated. Mutated silicon life form that is a result of an experiment to try and cure cancer. So with that being said, I guess we should kind of get into the design. So the design of these is a bumpy lump on the floor. So, like I said, they're a bumpy lump on the floor with a single tentacle. (laughs) And what they do is they wrap the tentacle around you, liquefy your bone, and drink it. I uh, especially enjoyed the uh, straw sound effects. Yeah, they were at the uh, bottom of the, they were at the bottom of the cup with a couple of victims there. When it, <laughs> yeah, whenever they would wrap the tentacle around you, um, you would know that they started feeding because you would hear straw sucking yeah. sounds. So you, that you was... heard like what sounded like bones breaking. Yeah, and yeah, then, and then <clears throat> a slurping. That Honest... bottom of the cup <laughs> slurp. <laughs> Honestly. Um, the the uh, idea of how they uh, kill you by, yeah, liquefying your bones and sucking them out through tiny, apparently tiny puncture wounds. Yeah, like tiny um, pinpricks. Is actually a horrifying concept to me. Oh, yeah. No, it, um, it was, especially because in this case, it happens within less than a minute. Yeah, it's like the seconds. The way it seemed. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it's like seconds. And it's almost like they can touch you wherever and once they touch you you're done you're for done it. for it right yeah and um so that in itself i found very creepy um now the the, the, the design the design was a bit weird they it's kinda, dated it's very dated. they looked like uh 
you know, moldy raviolis. Yes. Um, that's, you yes, know. Yes, a, a moldy ravioli. ravioli. <laughs> yeah, that is, like, that is a good, um, with a tentacle. With a, and the fact that they, now I think they were going for making it kind of look like sale, cells. Or an amoeba. Or something like yeah. that. And so I, so I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it, but the fact that it had one very skinny, long stretching tentacle to me was weird. That was like, clearly rope guided. Right. If they had made it maybe more tentacles or, you know, like an amoeba, you know, it looks like they they almost move like a starfish where they, they grab you with their little arms. Right. And this is clearly, um, I don't know if it was pulled by a rope or if they had a little person inside. Like, I don't think crawling. they had a little person, but it definitely was... Um, it was definitely the the little tentacle was done by it seemed like strings or puppeteering. And you know, it could something. have it could have been depending on the shot. It might they might have right. had like a puppeteer and one because yeah, it we, does it does curl a couple of times. That's true. And I so think there's a few been, times yeah. where they shoot where they wrapped it and then pulled it off and then they shot it backwards. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That classic which works. Classic I mean, way. it works. I've done that in, yeah. in, in shorts before. So <laughs> yeah, and when they're um, moving around, it it's almost clear that yeah they're they're like, being pulled by they're string, being yeah. pulled by something. Um, so yeah, as far as design goes, eh? uh, yeah, me, I feel like they could have done better. It they're not. They're I not, mean, they're 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 menacing in the way that like Romero zombies are menacing. In that they're slow moving, but they they get but up. There's on you. so many of yeah. them. Yeah, it's um, now they do. They did show them divide, which yeah, which was a wasn't good use a of bad... chicken noodle soup. I think <laughs> for for the old movie, it wasn't horrible. Wasn't uh, phenomenal, effect. but wasn't terrible. Yeah, it did kind of look like you know they have the like the bubbly smoke. Yeah. That a lot of them, and then it looked like yeah, chicken, chicken noodle, noodle soup, soup just poured coming in the in. middle, and then like it inflated. Would we say it inflated or um? Did they just have two separate? They dummies? it looked like they had yeah. It to me, it didn't look like it actually moved at all. They would just show it at one position and then, and then oh and then it separated yeah. a bit more in the next time they showed yeah, it they wolf they you wolf did, manned it but they yeah you didn't they cut see away it. they yeah. cut away back to the actor's reactions yeah you didn't yeah. see it but as, i mean as far as that effect wasn't terrible it no, wasn't no. great but it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't bad. bad it was yeah. almost better than the moldy ravioli <laughs> In and of itself. Right. Which climbed trees and got on roofs and climbed cars. Yeah, yeah. It was so entertaining when they would have the creatures drop from the ceiling on people. Oh, yeah. Um, Because it was almost like somebody just stood at the top and threw a pillow right. on somebody else. And then the person grabbed it and they And they fell flailed. down and started screaming. Yeah, so that was always... And then you would hear... Yeah, that was always very entertaining. Whenever they had the uh, creature fall from some right. kind of hood. which, 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 like you know, like we talked about of how did this thing climb a tree? But it's like, well, no, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it would be sticky. I would right. think. right. It, it's got it yeah. can yeah it can grapple and climb. I up feel stuff. like it wouldn't because it wouldn't. 
I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't have the mindset to well, I do feel like that they, to ambush. It seemed you know like they almost didn't have eyes. It yeah. seemed like they were more of a touch No, they would thing. grope around and then... With their flagellate, it didn't... as I now call it. <laughs> I believe it's a flagella. I, I, I haven't taken biology in 20 plus years. I don't know. But it's a whip-like tentacle. Right. Um... Maybe they were going for what's the uh, the butterfly thing called? I forget what that thing Proboscis. is called. I guess that's right. I can't. I don't know. But I don't know that horn that they drink from. Yeah, that like nose thing. Maybe that's what they were going for, and that's why they only gave it the wine. Who knows? I, I but, think it was just easier to manage. Um. Yeah. There is a great scene of a group of them, and they're being attacked by the townspeople. And if anybody out there has the skills, the time, and wants to, please go in and edit them out and put geese in instead. <laughs> because I, that's all I could think as I was watching it with these tentacles kind of drooping like goose heads on, on long mean, necks. And I was like, I almost wish this were geese. I feel it like be it funnier. would be so phenomenal to watch that film and they be running and screaming for their lives. From geese. From geese. That would be fantastic. It makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, I would be horrified. <laughs> geese are mean, yeah. Yeah. So overall, honestly, um, the design was, yeah, kind of, kind of mad. Meh. meh. Um, the, not the concept's not creepy. The concept <laughs> is, but like as far as the actual execution of the design, yeah, not overly menacing. Mm-mm. And in all reality, they you know they talked about having because uh, since they were multiplying, they were like there's like, like every 60, six hours they there's multiply. like sixty, and then there was going to be a hundred and some twenty and, and, then, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But um, or no, there were sixty four. Yeah, it's got to be multiple. Yeah, and then it was one one twenty eight and. By midnight tonight, it'll be 256. Right. If but they keep honestly, going like this at the end of the week, there'll be a million. But honestly, I think they only showed like seven. Like, right? Uh, like, I don't know. I think there was, I think some of the crowd scenes had at least a dozen. Oh, you think? Okay. Yeah. Maybe there was more than that. But because, like, when they're all in the field, I feel like there was at least, there was more, at maybe? least 12 of them. Okay. Maybe. They weren't all moving or doing anything, but <laughs> they had, you know, you have your prop silicates. Right. That, you know, you want. Right. So. Uh, so yeah, the, the design itself was kind of meh. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it was better than like, I guess I could have always green screened like microfiche, right. like a, a microscopic amoeba onto it. Like they've done in some back in the fifties when they right. just put a Well, movie, and you, you also got to think that if that, if that, if that is something that could actually happen and you could take a cell and you could make it a big thing into a mo- you got to think it would not actually move or look like the little cells and amoebas because right. it is now huge right. so it's going Part to totally change if Ivan Reitman saw this a little bit because if you think about evolution I think they were silicon based silicon based as well the aliens um it, huh I'm they weren't carbon-based. I feel like they were silicone-based. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, at the end, they turn into a giant single cell. Yeah, and it's this big... Yeah. 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 So... I don't. I don't. I mean, it. It, it was. It could just be a neat plot point that. Yeah. You know, it just Although so that happens. one definitely does look more believable and uh, does. Look oh, evolu- Yeah. Well, it's CGI. <laughs> so much of it's CGI. I know. 
Um, but but you know, this was the sixties. They they didn't have that. They didn't have and it that. Was, it was cheaper than stop motion. Right. Which would have probably inflated the budget and the release time. Mm-hmm. They spent the whole budget on the helicopter anyway. <laughs> yeah, they yeah probably did. Um, but yeah, they're they're you know the 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 concept of them is creepy. Yes, the way they feed yeah. is creepy. They didn't execute it well, but the the concept overall was was creepy. They yeah. executed on a budget, but yeah, yeah. It, it's not like I feel like even in 1966 it wouldn't have been like scary. Mm-mm. Like I don't think people would have left theater going, "Oh, I need to watch out for." No, no, probably not. You no, know, no. Um, and and yeah, it just as as far as hold up, clearly it did not. <laughs> right. You know, because we were just kind of like, um, <laughs> right. "What is that? Why? Why is that?" Um, you know, and I mean, they do stuff to try and like make them more intimidating, where they're invulnerable to almost everything. Yeah, and then they of course do the the classic, uh, where oh you don't notice that it's right there. Right, it's real yeah. easy for them to even to though sneak they have it make people. this noise and they hear this noise constantly. But then of course when they do the sneak up ones, they're then it didn't make it, the noise. They're not making it like until they attack. <clears throat> right. And I don't know if that's what they were saying. Is like that's when they. Are actively feeding. Who knows? Part of me thinks they were just. It, it's they convenient. just did, yeah, it's yeah, convenient, it's convenient to not make. Yeah, to not make the noise when you want them to sneak up. Yeah. So uh, as far as the. Uh, yeah, the creatures are like conceptually could be very creepy and executed differently. Hmm. But yeah, they they just they don't do it. They're not great looking. They're not overly memorable. Um. You know, and I, I feel like, yeah, it just, it, it was one of those things that some smaller studio put money into getting some people from Hammer to kind of trick people into coming in, thinking it would be a Hammer mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And it just, you know, that was, that was where their efforts lied and they didn't, they didn't put the, the time or money into the, the actual creature design. Yeah. Or who I mean who knows somebody may have really thought that was really creepy. <laughs> but uh you know so I th- I think we've kind of covered the creature pretty well. Yeah. So let's move on to the actual film itself. So the film starts you were on a you're on a small island off the coast of Ireland and they're talking about how they don't have phones and maybe the commonwealth will put their phones in this year. Because they promised to, and they also promised last year. And of course, you know, I will say this. They do a great job of Chekhov's gun. Everything they show winds up coming back into play at some point. Yeah. So, oh, we don't have phones. Oh, okay, well, that'll, that'll come into play. Well, we can't call anybody. And I also thought that was a good way um, because they, you know, they made it. I mean, for the time, a little more modern, but then they also were able to isolate them very well by keeping the phones out, which is always a good right. horror trope is oh, yeah. get them, get them isolated. So keeping it a very small uh, town and community and then also making it where the community can't even really communicate. It, yeah, they can't. I mean, they can't go yeah. anywhere. And if you're not home, somebody has to see you. Yeah. 
So, um, and they've got one constable. They've got one constable. Like, they've got a town doctor. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's a teeny tiny town. So, But then it, a researcher has a lab on the island. Yeah. So I thought that was um, a good way to do it. Um, it lends itself to but, being isolated. Yeah. You know, it, it lends to that isolation. So it's not like, well, why don't they call in the army? Yeah. Because they can't call in anybody. Right. So they introduce... Um, the professor who is on the or the doctor right he's the, the town ta- doctor the, the town, town doctor and the constable and some of the other locals are like discussing and they the guy who has his lab the researcher with his lab because mm-hmm. he's very antisocial they say yeah and then of course um then they move into you find the body the first body well no they move into the lab you see them in the lab oh i got the, you. the guys yeah. in the lab and they're talking they're asking. They're 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 you know throwing out scientific jargon and and it's oh did you confer with the labs and they name a couple of other places and then you see like some of their equipment moving. There's an explosion and then you go to the the title screen, yeah. Island of Terror, and yeah then it's you know you you the first victim is got but you don't know what happened to him and the constable yeah. the constable's approached by the guy's wife saying he's not home. Yeah. And finds him, gets the doctor, and then you have this whole conspiracy of silence where it's like, well, don't tell nobody. Well, and then that's when the um, the constable f- finds out and, like, pokes him, and you don't really know what he's looking at at Yeah, first. you notice when he pokes the clothes, like, they sink in. And so I was, t- I, in fact, I think I said that, oh, the body disappeared. Right, yeah, it, it doesn't, dissolved yeah. or something, because so, you didn't know. Because you just see the clothes, so you don't. Really know, but then later they do show the deflated, boneless bodies, and they're they're comical for now. But for they're quick. They're they're one. They're smart because they're quick. Yeah, they're quick shown. They look kind of comical, but I almost think a deflated body would look would comical. look comical. Yeah, you know, it um, looks like a body suit. Like <laughs> right, <laughs> but, it looks like an egger suit. An egger suit. Um, but that. But the other thing too is, and this is what we discussed: is you know your bones getting sucked out would not be what kills you. It would be you know you no longer have any kind of support structure, so your organs are just willy nilly. Your mm-hmm. lungs are deflating, and you can't inflate them, or you're getting brain damage. And, yeah. like, these are all the things, you know, that are instantly happening to you. And you don't know which one's killing you. But, like, that mm-hmm. could be very excruciating. Oh, definitely. And, and could be prolonged depending on how you collapse. Yeah, that is... Oh, God. Ew. I didn't think about that. You could slowly yeah. suffocate. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. So, you know, it's... Yeah. Not great, but, uh, you know, it is It is a thing that could happen. Um. Well, it's oh, not a yeah, thing that could I happen. Oh yeah, because I just but... thought about because it would it was removing like all calcium, meaning God it would take your teeth and stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be so. Oh my God, yeah. awful, horrible. Well, I don't know if it could take your teeth through that because your teeth aren't necessarily connected to your skull. No, I guess not. But they they didn't really. I didn't. I didn't they didn't I mean, delve on that, quick, but yeah. like. Well, yeah. they said no trace of bone, so I guess. So I'm assuming they're not in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming the teeth are gone. But, but the, the constable <clears throat> goes and gets the town doctor, and when they come back, you then see the hand. And he, like, presses yeah, on it. Yeah, and he, like, and presses it on it. So then, yeah. So they take the body back, and he, he looks. Mm. And then he goes, he takes the launch, which is, you know, the, the, the island's boat to get to the mainland, to go get this doctor... 
Who's Peter Cushing? Yes, who was played by Peter Cushing. And he, uh, I, they probably said what he's a doctor of, but when you first go I in, I think he was a forensic. I got gotcha. you. There's bones. Or, he was a pathologist. There's like bones all over, like um, on the on the room, on the wall and stuff, and he's teaching. Yeah, so clearly he knows about bones. So right, that, but he's like, know. I think he's a pathologist, and he come. So the town doctor tells him, and he goes, well. And he knows this guy who is the foremost expert on bone diseases. And so they go to him and we meet him and he is entertaining a lady friend <laughs> who he met when she broke her leg and he did her surgery to reset yeah. the bone in her um, leg. They do spend way too much time introducing the lady friend for her who literally plays a very minor role. She literally serves no purpose in the entire movie. Yeah, I think There's, again, I think they were trying to have like some hammer glamour. Yeah, so they just wanted a pretty lady to come along and the they give the excuse that she comes along is they need her father's helicopter. Well, they they have to charter a flight and of course she goes, "We can use my father's helicopter, but yeah. I have to come along." But I have to come because yeah, re- for reasons I must come. Um, and so she, her whole existence is a little annoying just because she has no reason to be there. Like the Besides that, the, she's very scared. The character's fine. Like, mm-hmm. it is, it's whatever. But, yeah, it's like she's just shoehorned in so you have the pretty girl. I guess because they didn't want to do, like, a pretty local girl. Right. Which, to me, would have also worked if you just wanted a girl in it for reasons. It would have, but I guess for the believability of a relationship... And why Him it's having like a pre-existing it, girlfriend, right, right. So, but I thought she was very pointless. Yeah, but so anyway, there the doctor, the town doctor is going to leave the launch, and he'll pick it up when they come back, because they're taking this girl's father's helicopter, and at the airfield, you find out the helicopter is going to have to return because her daddy has to use it. He needs it. He takes it shopping or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. So again, now they have no way off the island. Of course. You know, you're now yeah. they have fully isolated them. Mm-hmm. Um which is I mean it's fine. I think I think they were smart to do so. Um but yeah, you do run into since no one has a phone you, you run into this where the doctors leave a note for the constable and then they go to investigate at the lab. And the constable finds out, like, some a farmer comes because one of his horses has no bones. And so, you know, you, you have this kind of, oh, they must be up at the so-and-so. And they go to, they he goes up there and they've already left. Yeah. Well, then he gets grabbed by one of the things. The constable is, is bone-drained. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he said he was going up to meet you at the so-and-so place. Oh, we must have missed him. Let's go back. So then they go back to the lab, and this time they're confronted by the things, and they actually see it. Yeah, they finally see it for the first time. And this... This is the first time the audience sees it. Yeah. And this um, was actually, I guess not sad, but I I hated to see this character die. Because it was the... um, the professor from the beginning and I didn't expect him to die. The town I thought, doctor, yeah. I thought he would be one of the, you know, main Oh, he's um, gonna be he's gonna be there with them. Right. And he was a enjoyable character in my opinion. Yeah. And so then <clears throat> he goes to try and He takes an axe 
a fire axe that they had in order to and hits it right he in, hits it he tries it, to hit it and it, it does, does nothing, nothing except grab his leg right so then he of he course falls on it and gets bone dry right but in that one step they show you how it kills they show that it and then they show it multiply it's not right easy after that. it's not easy to kill so i you know they needed that part but yeah i hated to see that character die because i right. was like well i actually enjoyed him and then because it it splits it's dormant for a little bit so mm-hmm. the remaining characters can leave can get out and escape. Yeah. And so they're there and then the And of town... course the dumb girl's there and she's so scared. She yeah, just Yeah, she's can't... so scared she can't move. She's so scared. But then they get her to move, so it's like, okay. Yeah. And then uh yeah, they the town leader and the guy who owns the general store show up to talk to the new men and going, Where's Doctor So and so? And they're like I'm sorry to say this, but he's dead. He's totally And they're like, Well we dead. need to get the constable. He's dead too. And they don't go, and did they y'all don't, kill him? Yeah, they, they don't, don't go, well, you're strangers here. These, we don't know you. These two total strangers, let's not ask them any questions. Let's just take their word that these people are totally dead and they died by these things that we haven't even heard about. Right. And now they and they do they do tell them, you know, they tell them all about them. And they they but they at that tell the point, guys we they need your help, but say, nobody had seen it. No, nobody had seen it. Nobody had other even than seen... there had been report of farmers with boneless cattle. Yeah, but they hadn't seen the dead bodies, so there was no and and they uh, they just kept saying, "We can't tell you now. We will tell you later." We but need what? everyone gathered at the meeting hall, and we'll tell you then. But it's like, what if these two men really did kill those people? Right. And you guys could be serial killers. We don't know you. You just freaking trust them like that. Like you're like he was like, oh yeah, I could get them. I'll get everybody together in one spot so that you people can take them out easily. I mean, right? Like no now, questions. I will, so I will say this that I did like though is that they work with the town leader mm-hmm. to kind of keep every and work with some of the locals to keep people calm to to right. formulate a plan and get everyone organized mm-hmm. as opposed to which is almost more what you would expect for the time. The, the big wigs from London, the learned men coming into the small community and just taking over and everybody immediately deferring to them. Right, right. Whereas it's like they're left more to actually do the sciencey stuff. Mm-hmm. I say sciencey stuff. But there are, and you know, they, they find out guns don't work, petrol bombs, as they call them, or as we know them nowadays, Molotov cocktails, <laughs> did, don't work, and then dynamite doesn't work on them. But they find a dead one near a half-eaten dog. <laughs> that belong and the dog belonged to the professor, and you find out that the dog had an abundance of radiation in its system for reasons. Because well, that guy had yeah. isotopes, he, so he fed them to the dog or something. I know. It's like, what was he doing? Like letting the dog sleep beside his <laughs> yeah, beside his isotopes. Of course. <laughs> so now they know that radiation can kill them but a very specific radiation that they have to go and get the isotope. So they get the isotope and they're going their their goal is to get inject the cattle and cluster the cattle and let the things feed on the cattle and then they'll die. But of course they go they get the isotope and they split up Peter Cushing and the bone doctor. And the bone doctor is inside and Peter Cushing one of the things wraps around his hand. Yes. And of course, you everybody else has been dead right. in 30 seconds. 
but not the great Peter Cushing. Well, I feel like Peter Cushing wouldn't die that quickly. Oh, I do too. <laughs> I, I agree. But uh, so yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's your he's your he's your big title character too. You right. don't want off him, so they have to cut his hand off. Yes. The guy grabs with an axe that they had sat by the door earlier (laughs) upon leaving. (laughs) And so the guy, yeah, the guy's like, I don't want to. And of course, Peter Cushing, because he's so badass, is like, you must. And I'm thinking, I, at this point, I didn't know he meant you must cut Cut off my my hand. hand. Yeah, we were like, oh, he's going to try to cut the tentacle. And so he totally did. He cut cut his hand off. Um, And so then, yeah, they sort of kind of uh wrap it a little bit yeah they 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 or they, tie a tourniquet yeah they 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 cover it because that's expensive and then they tie a tourniquet around it yeah and they're on their way and they go back to the town and of course you know the silicates feast upon the cattle and then they they move to the town hall where they have everyone assembled <laughs> and you know the the silicates split right after they ate the cows right so you know the the effect has been halved yeah and peter cushing's in the infirmary and the pointless girl who is terrified is is, is hugging in the him with him cuz she's scared while mr twohand the bone doctor <laughs> is uh still is still trying to keep the people calm and all that well the silicates attack and they're breaking out windows which we've not seen them do but Mm-mm. i mean it, it it's fine it's glass they climb on the building and fall through a skylight onto right. a guy onto people and then they and then they're coming in so they they fall back as many as can and it looks like it's only like 12 people yeah it, it didn't look like a lot that given that we're in there and what was sad is, so they shut the doors because the silicates are almost at the door to the back area, and you hear people in the room that they've just left and sealed off, going, "Let us through, let us through." Yeah, and they're not. They do not, and I mean, you know, there there's a lot of things there that's like traumatic. So they fall back to the infirmary. You see the the goose heads. <laughs> bursting through the doors trying to get around the uh, barricade they've built. Mm-hmm. And the dude gets uh, the morphine he was going to give to Peter Cushing to give to Panic Girl, his girlfriend. And I don't know if his goal was to OD her. Or what? Cause he... Or just knock her out so she wouldn't feel it. Like, I don't know what the end game was, but Peter Cushing knew it. Yeah, because they're like, both, both kind of like nodding... And he's just walking over with with a syringe full of morphine. Yeah, and so like, and may, then the the town leader maybe goes, it was just gonna knock her out because I felt like it wasn't enough morphine. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it so was like, enough to OD her. Yeah, but so, it was just gonna put her to sleep. Which and, honestly, totally do that to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't, I, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to hear the. I don't want. <laughs> right. Nope, knock me out. Knock me out totally. If you're gonna drain all my bu- my bones. <laughs> But what was, and what, then you hear the town leader go, hold on. Like, I know you were going to knock her out, but don't right now. Even though I'm not part of the plan. It was weird. And he like, just goes, hold on, they're slowing down. And I don't, maybe he was just using hold on. Yeah, as like a, a it could have been that. Because he wasn't it, even like it looking. It seemed like he was talking to him. But it, so that was funny. So they stop. And, and then you see the things like weakening and then they drop. Yeah. And then they don't look through the busted window 
They removed the barricade and opened the door. Real fast, too, for reasons. Yeah. Like, he flings the door open. Dramatically. <laughs> and they're and they're they're dead. All the silicates are dead. Yeah, so they won. Now Yay. the helicopters come back. They're going to go back. The town to only has 12 help. people now. Right. The but... population of, of, of 100 is now down to 12. <laughs> right. But. The inbreeding will be immense. But they won. Right. And, and then, and. And you know it's fine, and I and I think if they remade it, they could do a lot of stuff with the suspicion on the outsiders, the 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 paranoia. You could build up the paranoia of the townspeople more. Mm-hmm. You know the the last stand. You could deal with like the the because it, it almost seems like the locals are not that conflicted. Like there's a couple of them who are like nervous and scared and stuff like that, and it's real quick and real kind of glossed over. And and so yeah, I feel like if you remade it, there's a lot of story elements you could really put into that. Yeah. Um, but there are there are a lot of scenes in this film that drag on. Yeah, that's what when when it was over, that's what we both said. We were like, that was like a very quick paced movie that also took forever. It was yeah. very weird. It's it like was, maybe 90 minutes. Like it, moved. it feel there's scenes that drag. Yeah. And then there's scenes but it a lot's happening. It seems like it goes very fast from them finding the stuff and then fighting but then yeah there's so many scenes in it like the one where they're trying to see if something will kill them that goes on forever it does because they're, then, they're in the field they're in, they're seeing them in the field and of course they're slow so they shoot them mm-hmm. and then that doesn't work so they throw molotov but you at have them. to have like several men shoot yeah it's not just well bullet didn't do it so they they shoot them several times and then they throw like four or six molotovs then right. they're all just standing around throwing dynamite. All of the it was almost like, like ten well, guys throwing are the all dynamite. mobbing dynamite, and they're kind of like smiling, like this is fun. Wouldn't you be? You know, I you know, would I be. would. You know, but, you would you know. be. So there, but it, yeah, that. But scene, it seems like it goes on for it goes forever on and way is too not, long. There's no tension, and it's not interesting. Interestingly shot. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. And then the other scene. Oh my god! Is when they're them getting, getting the... ready to go get the isotope, where literally they stay with them, and you see them don the entirety of the protective gear. Right, and it's the, the whole pants, process. The, the top, hooking the air hose up to it, the the booties, everything. It takes them a full two minutes. But then when they come out, they they come out. And then they do, do like a quick cut, and now they're clean, and they've got the isotope, and they're ready to go. And I'm like, why didn't we do that to start? I'm like, why did we have to see them put on the entire protective gear? That's not informative or we interesting. Ha- you had to sit there while they laced up the shoes. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like, it was it was excessive. So, yeah, there's a lot of scenes in it that take... Well, same with when you first meet the girl and the doctor. Yeah, there's a lot there that you're getting this fun history, but yeah, you don't need any and like, of it. Like yeah, yeah, you find out, oh yeah, he he spilt wine on her dress. So then she's washing it while she goes and She's letting she's cleaning it up. Puts on something comfortable. She's in his shirt and then his dressing gown. But it just takes forever. Like yeah. it's not like building I mean maybe it's character building, but honestly not you don't need it. Yeah. It's like we get it, you're a hooker and and he's trying to do you we, like we get it, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, okay, fair. But fair. um, it just yeah, it 
it takes way too long. It is too long of a scene yeah. that is not needed. And I have several like that where it 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 felt like it just kills the momentum of the film. Yeah. And that is the problem is that you, yeah, you had, there was a bunch of those scenes scattered through there that slow down the film. And then and, also mean, it, on like top said, of that, it kills the, film, the momentum. Yeah. The like film, you're rushing toward a climax, mm-hmm. but then you take two minutes out to watch them put on a hazmat suit. Right. Right. So, yeah, it overall not a bad watch, but also not not a great watch. Not a great watch. Now either. I I didn't um, I didn't call this out. So like I said, they do a good job with Chekhov's gun. So they had set they had carried the axe outside and then set it by the door. Don't put it in the car with them. That's the axe later that the guy uses to cut off Cushing's hand. And then in the beginning, they're talking the the professor with the lab is talking about these other laboratories. Well, then at the end, of course, the guy says, you know, if it had been anywhere else, I don't know that we could have stopped them. Yeah. So then you go to a lab in Tokyo, yeah. which was one of the, when the guy in the beginning, he says, I think he says something about Rome and Tokyo. So you're in Tokyo and the guy opens the door and you hear the noise. And then of course he steps through the door to see, and you hear the scream and then it cuts to black. Of course, it's a super classic way to end a horror movie. Right. Um, but and again, I I like the fact that there's the callbacks. I like the fact that they explain why they can't go anywhere and they can't call anybody for help. Yeah. No, they do a really good job of setting up anything that they use or do. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is that is great. Um. And uh, I feel like they had um good characters they, for the uh, most part. Like yeah. The girl was unnecessary, but she was okay. But the three doctors working together, they were all... They were good. The constable the constable was fine. Yeah, I thought they were all good. And like I said, I like the fact that they actually yeah. utilized the locals versus... And of we course, just come in and take over and everybody does what we want. Right. But Peter Cushing, of course, is always, always great. great. Always amazing. But Grand Moff Tarkin from <laughs> Star Wars A New Hope, if you don't know who Peter Cushing is. Um... Fantastic! Anything that man is in, I will watch. Right. Um, regardless of quality of film. Um, so it's like it. It wasn't a bad watch. There was just so much in it that yeah, just yeah, wasn't great too. I on a popcorn scale, out of six buckets, I might give it two. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm between one and a half to two was, buckets of popcorn. I, it's either two with butter or it's three for me. Yeah, like I might give it three buckets of popcorn. Okay. Because, like I said, it's the middle of the road, so I'm like, yeah. I know. I I and I can tell you why I am. One, the creature design just doesn't do it for me. Again, if someone could could go in and replace the silicates with geese, I think it would be great. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so freaking hilarious. But then the scenes that just drag, Mm -hmm. that just kill your momentum. And for those of you who don't know, so my friends have adopted the six bucket scale. And some of them have started adding uh, concoctions to the popcorn buckets, such as cheese and butter. (laughs) Uh, I am am still a purist, uh, so mine is is just out of the simple six. But yeah, I'm, I'm going... I'm I'm going two buckets on this one. You think it two? For me. Now, if you think three, yeah. that's great. But I'm giving it two for very simple reasons that Terrence Fisher directed it and, and he does have a good eye 
but this one seems to have been a little bit of a stall for him, and I don't know if that was budgetary or script or what. Mm-hmm. And Peter Cushing's in it, which elevates yeah, any part film of me automatically. Wonder, always, always. A part of me does wonder if some of those scenes were padding for time. That's maybe, what it feels like. Maybe that's why it feels so fast, because... It, it was it was originally a shorter film. It was such a short film, and then they were like, actually, we need some more. So then they are like, okay, well, let's stretch. Instead of editing these parts, right. let's keep them in there the full length. Um, and that could be why it feels so off. Yeah. You know, who knows, but... But yeah, the creature designs, meh. Yeah. Creature concept is solid. Creature concept is pretty scary. This this um, film Island of Terror to me is ripe for a remake. Yeah. Like I mean the movie's I felt almost like two, 60 years old. You could, but you could do so much more. You could this do could so easily much be a 2 hour a 2 hour movie. Yeah. Like you could build you could build on the And plot honestly you there. could almost even make it um you know instead of making it amoebas amoebas that are you know, running around and, and mutated, you could almost do it as, well, these were creatures that were infected. So you could almost do... You could do infected creatures. You could even do mutated cancer cells. Right. Yeah, so there there's a lot... As opposed to, he created a new yeah. life form. Honestly, it does... It, yeah, I feel like it does have a really good concept, and it is it is good for a remake. But, and, oh, absolutely. But and it's clearly it's, it's not really been heard of too much. Which I think also lends itself to a remake, cause yeah. I, so I am not a huge remake guy. Um, well, I hate when they do remakes of things that are... Of good movies. Of good movies that are don't still, remake a good movie. Don't remake it if it still holds up and it's still fantastic and it's still loved. Do don't not remake, remake it. it. Yeah, but you can. But but take a movie that had a great concept and poor execution. That's exactly. what you should remake. Those are the remakes I like. Yeah. yeah. So Island of Terror. Uh, if you have the chance, if you're just if you love 60s sci-fi, because I will admit the monsters look like something out of Doctor Who, out of classic Doctor Who. The re- the reason I would say to watch this movie is if you are uh, looking for another Peter Cushing movie that you haven't seen. Right. Uh, what? <laughs> it's. I mean, it, it, no. He he is excellent in it. Always. So it's like that. There's really no other reason to to watch this movie. Yeah. And if, and if you're and if you're a, if you're a, if you're a Hammer fan, a '50s '60s Hammer fan. Mm-hmm. You'll see a lot of people and go, oh, they're in so-and-so. Oh, they're in so-and-so. Right, and, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got a good vibe to it, but it's just, eh, it, it lacks in a lot of a lot of ways. But, so there you have it. Two two pop, popcorns for me, three popcorns from Carolyn. Uh, again, Carolyn is a sculptor and creature creator in her own right. You can follow her anywhere on social media under Mystic Reflections. And I don't I am, have any silicus, though. No, no, no silicates. Uh, I haven't, yeah. Uh, and I am a horror and sci-fi uh, writer. And you can find out more about me at RadioactiveRabbitInc.com. And we will be back again on the 1st and 15th of every month with a new creature feature for you. Creature Feature is a production of Radioactive Rabbit Air. All contents are copyright Radioactive Rabbit Air. For more information, visit us at RadioactiveRabbitAir.com. Our music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. Thank you for joining us.